In Passing is a podcast by the Center for Faith Engagement at Andrews University. It's a place for conversations about life and faith, all in the time it takes to get a burrito from the gazebo. It's a podcast that highlights real conversations with real people all across Andrews University. This is In Passing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of In Passing Podcast. It's a podcast by Andrews University. Uh, You should know who I am by now, but if you don't, I am Angel Pereira. I am your host. And today we have a very interesting, very awesome guest today, Mr. Tyler Weatherford. Am I saying that correct? Yes, you are. Weather. Speaking of weather, thank you for making it here. It is doo-doo outside, literally raining or hailing. No, it's hail now. It's hailing, so thank you for... Yeah, I, I feel like that weather's going to change. Oh, God, I hope so. Probably by the end of this podcast. Yeah. Well, it's Barry in Spring, so you never know, man. Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Who are you? How old are you? What are you studying? What's your social security number? Um, you know, the usual. Well, let's see. Um, I am 32 years old. I am studying exercise science into the pre-physical therapy program. Nice. And what was that last bit there? Uh, your last four of your social. Oh, yeah. Last four. One, one, one. <laughs> one. No, man. Where are you coming? Where do you hail from? I hail from uh, about 35 minutes down the road in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, you're a South Bender. Yeah. So I'm uh, semi-local. I played Berrien Springs in high school soccer. Oh, wow. That's all I knew about Berrien Springs before coming to Andrews. That's awesome. So have you been in Michigan like... Forever, your whole life. Or uh, technically, Northern Indiana, but yes, oh, for the right, better sorry. part, for the better part of my life, I have been in the Midwest. That's awesome. And how are you liking the pre-PT program so far? I got some good people over there. Oh yeah, I'm uh, just in the undergraduate portion, so I've been hitting up. Uh, I had a little bit of education before, so I've been hitting up human development, nutrition, current concepts of exercise science. Now I'm getting into mathematics with a little bit of group fitness instruction. So wow, wow, wow! It's moving right along. Yeah, mathematics, nutrition. Yeah. Name one thing about nutrition that is the best thing, and one thing about mathematics that's the best. I'm kidding. You don't. Oh, have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you have something, go um, ahead. Most of us are dehydrated. Drink more water. Drink water, Andrews. Oops, sorry, wrong one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, I have some. Uh, I have some icebreaker questions for you that I think you might like, and then we'll get into the, the nitty-gritty. Let's do it. That's all right. All right, number one. What superpowers are probably more inconvenient than they are useful? Mind reading. That's a curse. If you, especially, imagine if you didn't have control over it, if you were just mind reading everybody that you looked at, like the, yeah, the whole nasty animals. <laughs> crazy yeah no no thank you i'm fine with my own mind thanks i don't need anybody else's in there right and then like being invisible would kind of suck too but especially if you couldn't turn it on or off if you're just like well i kind of don't exist it's like every time you sneeze you turn invisible (laughs) that'd be even more you'd scare everybody around (laughs) you you just pop out of existence they'd see shirts floating there right that's awesome all right so here's a good one if every human came with a warning label, what do you think yours would say? Ooh, this is a big one. This is a big one. I would have to say, hopefully it would be honest. Brutally honest. Like, no, not even brutally honest. Just, just honest. honest. Because honesty, it's hard to be brutally honest. It's the truth that's brutal. Oh, word. Yeah. Say that one more time. Hold up, hold up. It's, what? Like, it's hard to, honesty is just honesty. 
the brutal part is found in the truth of that honesty. It's not like you're brutally honest. It's just mm. the truth hits your heart. Mm. That was a word. You might have to switch on over to the seminary, my boy. I keep, I've heard that a few times. Hey, <laughs> you know, my name's Angel, which means messenger. So who knows? Maybe, you know, it's a message. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. No problem. So last one. If you had to come up with a new class that everyone is required to take in school, whether high school or college or whatever, what would it be and why? Create a class. So a class that is not in existence. Right. Like if something like, or I, yeah, 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 yeah. Or mandatory, something that's mandatory for people to know. Hmm. I need to know how to do taxes. I would. I was uh, just thinking in my mind over like the possibilities of what that class could be. And one of them was financial. Because a lot of people at this university are taking out loans that they don't quite understand. I'm not saying that I understand them. I don't. But that's what's happening to a lot of students around the world. So Yeah, man. I'm I'm right on that boat. Yeah, so hopefully thankfully we live in the age of information, so YouTube. Yeah. So finances. Loan management, loan classes. We should. It took uh, me till I was like 25 to figure it out. 25. What's a credit score? Oh man, I'm 27 and I still have like FICO. What FICO? Is that a dog? What is that? That sounds like a good name for a dog. FICO score. (laughs) Just one letter off. So Tyler, man, if someone were to tell you, tell me your story. Where would that start? Where would you even dive into that? Well, we already kind of went over it. I grew up around here. Uh, let's uh, fast forward a little bit. So like rebellious in youth, get done with high school, went into personal training school at the Blue Heron Health Academy in 2009, did that certified personal trainer, go into the Marine Corps in 2010. Oh, nice. Thank you for your service. Hey, anytime, anytime. And then uh, 2010 to 2014, I served in the Marine Corps, didn't really do anything fancy. I was doing hazardous materials type stuff. And I was actually the chaplain's assistant. Oh. There. So I helped uh, set up religious services and protect him, even though he didn't need much protecting. <laughs> and then got out of the Marine Corps in 2014, went on directly into EMT and paramedic school. I did EMT school, paramedic school right off the get, started working as a paramedic, moved out to Colorado when I was 26, worked as a paramedic for a little while, worked as a security guard for a little while. And then I came back home, started school again. And there was two other schoolings between that one in the Marine Corps and then there's in Colorado. Uh, no, that was in Marine Corps. I was another certification as personal trainer. And then once I came back from Colorado, I started doing fire science school. Oh, so I was on the path to be paramedic moving into fire. Right. And then, uh, life circumstances happened. I got brought up with a new educational benefit. So there's a, for all you veterans out there, Google the VR and E program. If you have 10% or more disability and you'll get some more education. So I found that program, quit my job, took some time off trying to figure out what I wanted to do and then decided on physical therapy. Mm. So here I, I, I Googled best physical therapy schools near me. And Andrews popped up, huh? And Andrews popped up. Shout out to Andrews. Yeah, I think it, on the list that I saw, it was 17 of 225. Mm. I don't know if that's accurate, but it looks fancy, and it was right down the road. I think so. I think our I PT think I, I know students are great. Pretty sure. 
And then I was like, all right, Andrews University, going to go check it out. So I had applied, turned in my transcripts, got accepted to college. And then in the tour of this university, mm-hmm. I had little Casey, Cassie Morgan, I believe, undergraduate admissions. She was touring the campus and she says to me, we have three chapels on campus. Mm. And a light bulb went off my head. I was like, what? What do you mean three chapels on campus? And she says, yes, we're, we're Seventh-day Adventist college. <laughs> and I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard about it, you know, and then get here and started classes. And now I'm on a podcast. The rest is history, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's the short and skinny of the last 12 years. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for condensing those 12 years too. I I think I I was like with you the whole time. Hopefully it was clear and concise. I think so for sure. So our, our theme for this season of in passing is growth in the gray areas and talking about what it is like to have those times of transition, you know, and it sounds like you transitioned a lot. I mean, from, bodyguard to military to pt to fire to the you know you're you've been all over the place there's a lot of weird changes like forks in the road right it's like right left i'm gonna go left and then the plans you made aren't necessarily the like i made a four-year plan and mm-hmm. there four years later it's not always like that so so perfect so to the student who has the four-year plan or to the student who's like man i don't know I'm at the fork in the road. I don't know if I should go right or left. What do you tell that person? The first thing that I tell a person who says that is it is completely okay not to know. Like you said, a lot of people are in this situation. And if you're starting off, you're in like the beginning of your sophomore year and you don't know if you're going the right way with this, that's okay. I would say in my own times of these, it's like it's better to be doing something than doing nothing. Mm. And everybody here regardless of if they're going to be in that place they want to be in four years, is doing something. So you don't know what's happening quite yet, but you're still doing something, so it's okay. The world itself will figure out that question for you later on. Mm. So kind of take a leap into faith, huh? Just yeah, you could frame it take in a step way forward. if you want. Like I would say in that moment of a fork, like a leap into yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you leap into yourself and you find that faith then beautiful. If you leap into yourself and you find out who you are at, if you find out who you are at 19 years old, you're going to be a dangerous person in the best of ways, man. This gener- <laughs> No, listen, this generation is so crazy, self-aware and emotionally intelligent. I'm amazed by them. I, I have, <laughs> how old are you? I'm 27, 27. So yeah, we're about in the, we're, we're closer. We're old. Yeah. We're <laughs> old. older, older. <laughs> Older, I'm not old yet. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so you could you could call it a leap of faith if you want. You can call it a leap into yourself if you want. Just mm-hmm. you have to push the boundaries of your own discomfort because a lot of college is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're trying to learn new things. You're 19 years old. Maybe there's a cute girl in your history class, and you don't quite know how to deal with that because a lot you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like it's it's all gonna be okay. It's okay. It's time you're gonna be struggling at night. At least I was struggling at nineteen, struggling at twenty. I'm twenty years old. I wasn't a sophomore at Andrews University. I was in my first year of the Marine Corps. Wow. So you'll it'll be okay. Like then you'll get to like twenty eight, 
Then you panic. Then you panic. No, I'm kidding. kidding. And then, then, like, so then you get to 32, Mm -hmm. like me, Mm -hmm. and you're going to college for like the fourth time. You're trying to learn all this stuff. I haven't sloped a line since 2007, Angel. Why? I'm trying. (laughs) Exactly. I'm learning that stuff now. So it's like, I was supposed to, you know, four year plan being a paramedic, four year plan being a onto a fire department for your plan of all this, that, and the other thing. Mm. And if I was 24 or 18 or 13, I'd have never thought I'd be going to Andrews university for exercise science, hoping to get my doctorate in physical therapy. Right. That's, that just wasn't an option. So you hear that guys? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're freaking out. Breathe it out. It's going to be okay. The fact right there, breathe it out. Breathe it out, breathe. I was doing box breathing out in the cafeteria, solving a Rubik's Cube what's before box? this podcast. What's, what's box breathing real quick? Uh, box breathing is something along the lines of four-second inhale, hold for four seconds, four-second exhale, hold on the exhale for four seconds, and you just repeat that. That, like, calms your nervous system, right? Yeah, it's a stimulus. I don't know... I'm not a neuroscientist to your people, but it's good for you. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Breathing is good for yeah, you. Breathing and learning. You do it since the moment you're born. It's an involuntary action. And it's one of the few involuntary actions that you can take control over. Mm. And because of that, you can control your heart rate. You can control your blood pressure. Like you could have an anxiety attack. Like yeah. Some of us have. Yeah. Look at your heart rate, like 118 and you're sweating. And then you do box breathing for about a minute and a half and then your heart rate's down at 68 or at least that's this 32 year old man. So you can do it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> little tidbit. Um, you know what, actually, since you mentioned, mentioned box breathing, we've kind of, you talked about coming to an Adventist college, not being Adventist. I want to talk about two things. Tell me more of some resources that have helped you grow and then what has it been like transitioning uh, into your faith or whatever it is you believe in on a campus that isn't the same thing that you believe in? Hmm. Let's go that one at a time. What's your first right. one? Yeah, sorry. No, you're Let's good. go. Uh, the first one is what are some resources that have helped you grow? You know, so box breathing, right, so the military, like what is what, what oh has helped boy. you grow? So joining the United States Marine Corps is the best decision that I had ever made in my adult life, period. Hoorah. So that built a foundation for me, like a firm foundation for me to build upon. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, I went through EMS and you'll find your own traumas and trials in that place. So you learn about box breathing. Mm -hmm. Like if you're anxious about a math test, imagine the anxiety level of having a patient sitting in front of you and not able to breathe. No, thank you. They're very different. Right. So I had to, attempt to learn how to deal with anxiety at the most extreme level attempt because it was a challenging practice. But when I apply the skills that I learned there into just daily life Mm -hmm. and then more sources would be, you know, you always have a family member Mm -hmm. or family Mm -hmm. like rely on them. Yeah. They can help you heavily. The friends around you can help you. Like I call it just, it's, it's a support system. You build your support system, figure out people that want you to do the best for you. And they don't, they don't have any stake in the game. The problem is, is your parents kind of have a stake in the game. So kids and young adults 
are really resistant to listening to them. So it's it, it's a challenge. Like, and who knows? It's a complicated situation. But but family is there. Family is lean into the people I, you call yeah. family. Oh yeah, and you the Marine Corps taught me. There's a lot of people here that don't have family down the door. Mm. I do. And they're from Florida and Maryland and Delaware and all these places. You can create your family here. I did it in the Marine Corps. Nobody was a local. Like There was a few people from California that had their family down the street, but 95% of dudes were like without family. Mm-hmm. And granted, that is an environment to where ties are deep and it makes it into a family unit. So it's the cohesiveness kind of makes it a little easier in the Marine Corps. Yeah. But you make family everywhere you go. Absolutely. And you're like, oh man, soon it'll be like, hey, we started that podcast back in Andrews. And then 22 years from now, you're still going to be talking to this homie right here. I hope so. You know, like, so it's the family. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a video of him here. Bloom a little kiss. That's a bromance here. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Thank you. No problem. And second question, what'd you got for me? The second question was growing at Andrews, which is a, it is a Seventh-day Adventist institution. How has it been like? growing into your faith journey as a Buddhist, right? I believe that was what you yeah, told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a campus that might not believe the same thing you believe in. Well, it's, uh, so let's, we'll have to go to the religious story then. Yeah. So dad was a Catholic, mom was Christian Protestant. I did a little bit of church going until I was about 10 and then stopped going. And then I didn't even, I, I would join a Marine Corps. It was 2010. We were in a period of war. I joined a Marine Corps active duty, so I thought I was going to go to war. Mm. And then I read that whatever is written on your dog tags is what they put on your gravestone. So I was like, oh, man, I got to figure out what my religion is. Because <laughs> right. I originally put Catholic down out of like respect to my father. Mm. But then I realized I wasn't Catholic. So I was like, I can't like... I can't lie about being Catholic. I'm pretty sure that's a sin. We're not going to be Catholic anymore. So I literally Googled different religions, went through as many of them as I could name off the top of my head. And whenever I found the philosophy of Buddhism, I was like, well, that kind of sounds like what I'm already doing. Mm -hmm. You know, just, you know, view, thought, speech, intention, livelihood, effort, mindfulness, concentration, run that through a filter. It's the eightfold noble path. And it helps me, helps me be kind. It helps me see the world in a nice way. And it's helped me deal with my own demons, so Mm. to speak. So ironically enough, I found Buddhism, which is like this peaceful, kind religion when I was joining the United States Marine Corps. In a season of war. Which is like known for kicking butt across time. And I worked for a chaplain Mm -hmm. in the military. Mm -hmm. So just a little bit there. And yeah, coming here into Andrews with just anecdotally, I think probably 95% of the people here are Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah. And to be honest, I'd never really heard of Seventh-day Adventism before this. Mm -hmm. I just it wasn't on my radar and I found that people are kind. This may be a broad stroke, but, and maybe it might be college age students, but people are a little shy, Mm -hmm. especially since I'm in the front row asking questions. I'm kind of boisterous. I stand out a little bit. I have a decent beard. Heck yeah. And uh, it's, they're all nice. They're a little bit shy 
everybody's working hard. They try and relax a little bit when they were in the calf and like laughing and giggling. I hear people going off about it. And then, you know, it's just, they seem like a, you know, it's, it's like a like-minded, it's almost like it's a religion. <laughs> they've got their own little families. There. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Me being a Buddhist. Well, here's the trick. I'm already a Buddhist in America. Mm-hmm. So there, mm. there's, I'm a Buddhist because it's the best choice. It's not like I'm walking around in orange robes. Right. And not bald headed. No, <laughs> no. I was once, but nice. not anymore. I look weird with a bald head. Did you have the beard at least? No, I was clean shaved. Oh, goodness. Like a thumb. No, thank you. It's terrible. <laughs> have you felt accepted? Have you oh, felt? Oh, yeah. Like just because our beliefs don't line up directly with one another mm-hmm. doesn't mean we can't get on real well you know mm-hmm. like if anything whenever because I, I don't talk to a lot of people on campus this is kind of strange that i'm doing this <laughs> most of the time you if you see me you'll see me with my headphones on doing a rubik's cube or studying because mm-hmm. i got a 35 minute commute to get here i got a 35 minute commute to get home i ain't got the time to hang around and kick it yeah like people who live on campus mm-hmm. But everybody who's mostly at the gym is where I'll talk. But we'll get there, and it's like with old dudes in the locker room asking, what's your study? And I'm like, oh, physical therapy. But then they find out that I'm Buddhist or in the sauna or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then they'll talk about it, and they're more curious than anything. There's no, I don't find anger. I don't find uh, ignorance in these conversations. I find them to be curious. They're like, oh. Yeah, definitely. Well, what do you like about Buddhism? <laughs> and then we have a little conversation about religion. And it's it's a lot in the sauna. Of course like, it is. There's just conversation flowing in there. And it's, everybody's accepting, you know. I can't, but that's also the trick is it's Buddhism. It's hard to not be accepting of a Buddhist because most of them are happy-go-lucky people. Yeah. Like, it's just, hi, I'm Buddhist. How are you? <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you for sharing that. No um, I'm glad that you have... You know, hopefully you found a little home here amongst the people at Andrews University. My family has a saying that the best is yet to come. And I can definitely say that, you know, for you, I see it in your eyes. I see it in your smile, man. The best is yet to come. And there's a lot of great things lined up for you, bro. Awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me here. Absolutely. Listen, the last little uh, segment before we let you go is, uh, and I, I always ask this to all of our guests, hypothetically speaking. All of Andrews University is listening from faculty to the sauna people to everyone, students. What is the one thing you want them to know? Uh, last words my dad said to me in this world. Mm. Be good. That's it. Simple. What more do you need? Just be good. Everybody, you all know what good is. Just Try and be that. Don't be a d- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that. He said he might have to blurp that one It's out. okay. We can but blurp. regardless. We got to blurp it and then I'll leave them wondering what it was. Right. <laughs> we'll know, but they won't. We'll know. We'll know. <laughs> but yeah, be good. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't oh, that bad. Yeah. It was not. You guys not are saying worse. Not even technically a curse word. <laughs> Well, thank you, Tyler. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for sharing your stories. And um, be good, man. Be good. You too, man. Absolutely. 
Andrews, we hope you enjoyed this most recent episode of In Passing. I know for sure I did. Isai did too. We love you guys. And as always, you're not going to want to pass this up. New episode drops every Monday. Peace. Bye, everybody.